Hello, this is Zan. This is what happened last time. East of Fire's Heart we rode while making plans to deal with Merc's bounty hunters. After encountering a Pyrian war host, thankfully overseeing the grain shipment to Princeholm, we discovered and eventually holed up in a defensive position along the road. Once there, I scried on the halfling Reedy Thornblossom and his Runigate allies, and eavesdropped on their plans to find us. We hatched our own plan to let the scouting party they hired find a makeshift camp we built and wait for the hunters to come claim their prize. In the meantime, Merc, Lucan, and I noticed a star tattoo on Relop's hand that only the three of us could see, while Relop and Holt could not. I took the time to converse with the wizard about the goddess Venifer and the myths of her betrayal in ancient times. Both of us have many questions about what happened between her and Nock. While waiting for the hunters with Merc and camp, me and Lucan discussed our reservations about killing innocent people like this, but we know that there will be many more as we proceed to root out Nock's corruption. Eventually, the bait was taken, and we countered their offensive. I was critically wounded during the skirmish, but was healed by my companions, and all of the hunters were dispatched for good. Zan, you wake up to the sound of shoveling. And it seems that most people around you are asleep. The fire is down to coals, and there's no light lit really anywhere. And it doesn't take you long if you follow the noise to see that Holg has gotten himself up early, and he's busied himself with apparently the bearing of these bounty hunters. All right, she'll get up quietly, try not to disturb any of her other friends around her, wrap herself in a blanket and make her way out. She will take her sword with her, but not her shield. So she'll kind of make her way over towards where you are. You can see that he's been working for quite a while. He's neck deep in a hole. She'll just kind of slowly walk over, softly walk over, and not try to surprise you or anything like that, but she probably will still give you a bit of a fright as she's standing at the edge of one of the graves wrapped in a blanket. <laughs> she get in a press? I think so. Did Lucan, like, stitch my back or something? Uh, I don't know. You were pretty banged up. It's all kind of a mess yet. Good on you for trying to clean some of it up. It's the least we can do. They back in in Prince Home. I had friends that didn't always make the next day, but these guys were just following a contract, and they probably deserve better than this. Do you think we should have done something different? Would have I liked to? Yes, but I also understand the argument. You know, we we tried presenting cases and. They weren't going to have any of it, so I don't think there really could have been a different outcome. I don't think so either. The bigger question is, down the road, we're going to run into this situation much more. And are we prepared to take the steps that are going to have to be done? Were you listening in on my conversation with Merc while you were in the tree last night? I (laughs) might have heard a little. Yeah. And while a good portion of my life is in this gray area. I don't know if you and your brother have really dwelled there that much. We haven't had any reason to. I'm getting used to it. I'll have to speak to Lucan about his situation, but... And he just kind of continue digging some more. Does it get easier? I want to say yes, but that would be a lie. Because if it gets easier, you're probably becoming less of a person. 
kind of nod and cough a little bit, kind of hobbling her way over to the various bodies. She'll go down the line with the ones. I'm assuming, have we wrapped them or anything like that, or are they just laying there? I don't I've know if we had anything to wrap them in. Managed to basically just collect them right now. Okay, you'll see her with each of the people kind of going down and you see her mumbling to herself and doing the last rites. You've seen her do it before. She speaks kind of under her breath as she does and goes along the line. She'll end with Reedy Thornblossom as the last one, except she'll end with Dargoon, which I'm going to say is probably the grave you're digging at the moment. So she'll kneel over her. You'll hear it very clearly now. She'll speak a little louder, not to wake up everybody else, but just so that you can hear what she's saying. In your hands, Lord of Light, we humbly entrust our brothers and sisters. In this life you embrace them with warmth and guidance. Deliver them now from every evil, and bid them eternal rest beyond death's gate. The misguided have now passed away. Welcome them into paradise, where there will be no sorrow, nor weeping, or pain, but fullness of peace amongst the higher summits of elsewhere. Blessed are those who have perished in the light of the world. Let them rest from their labors for their good deeds will go with them. Then they will see you face to face, and in your light will see light, and know the splendor of your benevolence, for you live and reign forever and ever. Said Pinaro, misericordia, ferro nos illuminat, de noctusk, un anterium cadit. And then she'll do the sword sign over their eyes. Well, at first you were watching, but then you looked up and... As she's speaking, her breath was very much showing. It's cold out here. You know, you've been working hard and you're, you've got a lot of sweat around you that is certainly adding to that for you. But towards the end of that speech, this breath that's showing all but disappears, actually. It's like she's somehow warmed by the words. Hmm. All right. Now it's a business. And she'll reach over and she'll grab her sword and she'll place it on the chest of Dargoon and she will cast Speak with Dead. Uh, over this moment, I'm just gonna kind of. You've never seen this. Yeah, I'm gonna, lean, I'm gonna <laughs> lean against the edge of the grave now and just watch this event. Okay. Yeah. So the, the light tendrils will come out of her sword and go into the eyes and mouth and face of the right. of the body. And you see it sort of jerk and sort of let out air. <sighs> the air doesn't give off that same fog that your breath's giving. Dargoon. Where did you keep the items you took from Mercenary during his arrest? He can find his sword in the rune gate. How were you able to contact Asher Wolnir? She says, I don't know an Asher Wolnir. Where were you going to deliver Mercenary the following morning? Woods End. How were you going to get there? Magic. Is anyone going to ambush us if we return to Fire's heart? Just kind of a pause. And she says, There are renegades who know who we were looking for. But no, I don't think so. Any sort of muscle movement that happens just sort of slacks again and she's back. So was I able to hear those responses, or was I just hearing one side of that conversation? You can hear the responses. Okay. And Zan's eyes were kind of glowing, and her voice was a little, not discordant, but a little bit multiplied. Like she's speaking 
celestially. If you want to roll sort of insight, you can if you're inter- if you're wondering about what she said. I got a fifteen. Yeah, nothing really jumps out at you necessarily. You kind of think that she answered the way you would have answered, though. She was very mm-hmm. short on yeah. what she said. You don't think she wasn't forthcoming, but she wasn't going to elaborate. Right. Just enough to satisfy the question. And so Zan picks her sword up and kind of gets away from her a little bit and starts coughing again. Oh, that was unsettling. Yeah, it can be. Sorry, I had to do that before you got her in the ground. Don't do that to me if I pass. Really? Yeah. There are times where there's just questions that are probably best left unanswered. You want me to swear it? No, I'll trust you on it. Alright. I'll remember that. And she'll just kind of stand up and make her way back to the camp. Just back to digging. Mm-hmm. So, about this time, you hear the jingle of Merc because he's never <laughs> quiet. <laughs> he doesn't really say a lot. He just walks over, takes the Lucian's torch because that's all he's got, and uh, jump down in the grave, start helping. Doesn't even say anything to you. Working in silence is fine with me. All right. So Lucan and Relop are snuggling, (laughs) sleeping in. Zan's eyes will go wide until slowly back out of the dome. (laughs) 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 If it looks like they're getting close to finishing, I'll help. I'll wake Lucan up. And he can help put the bodies in there, too. Okay, Lucan gets up. Pulls his arm out from under Relop. So Relop can stay in his position and sleep. (laughs) Such a gentleman. (laughs) So we'll finish uh, burying, I guess. Good morning, everybody. Hi, I don't... Hey, sleepyhead. Hey, how you doing? Kind of a line of red on the horizon. The sun's just about to come, pop up. Hopefully it warms up. Definite frost all over the place, except for where, where he's been digging. Says, oh, I'm sorry I didn't have a chance to help. He's kind of looking at Zan and Merc. <laughs> I already performed the rites. They're fine. Hulk did more work than I did. Zan looks over at Hulk and... Nods his head and gives a big smile. Let me uh, help finish this up. Okay. So start filling in the grave. Is what one big grave? Is that what you're planning? Or uh, actually, I would prefer to be individual graves okay. because just lumping them into a mass grave is a little. Um, there is one cool. point. One point of thing. I don't remember. Did last time? Did we find the contract? Or was that in her stuff no. that we stole? Reedy would have had it if he. Well, uh, he was the last one to have it. I guess. But. That's it. That's what I recall, but I don't recall us I don't, finding it. Yeah, because I would definitely do my well, they, best to find that. They would have gone with the contract. They wouldn't go sure, to find you without the contract right. because they had, they wouldn't want to come back into town with you and yeah. make it all legal and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Right. So yeah, we'll just say it was on her. So I take the contract and uh, toss it in the morning's campfire. Uh, we should have kept that. But why? Because then we could have been your bounty hunters. What? Ah. Uh, Listen, oh, I heard of a man doing this once before, and it turned into some sort of crazy standoff yeah. in a graveyard. That's fine, mm. but this way we could have kept legal authorities off of us. We could have been in Fireheart and said, no, this guy's our charge. See, we have the writ. I see where you're going with that, but then somebody else could steal it and then harass me. They ain't stealing from me. Uh, Plus well, it's burnt. Either way, it's too late now. <laughs> There's other places uh, to get the bounty. You can get it from Crosshair Post. It's behind the bar. They make copies. Uh, yes. Brother Xerox is all over this exactly. area. In the meantime, no one's looking for us in Fire's Heart. Your sword is what? in the hotel. How do you know that? 
I asked Argoon. Oh. Lucan <laughs> <laughs> visibly shivers. Yeah, yeah, yeah I kind of had the same reaction. A little memory of that so, head in that hotel. <laughs> Gotta go back to that darn place again, huh? We were correct. She yeah. was going to transport Merc to Wood's End by magic, but she never knew who her employer was. She didn't know who Asher Wolnir was. Hmm. Did you ask her if she knew who Malum Cinder was? I didn't. No. I didn't use that name. What name is that? Malum Cinder. You've used that, yeah, has his not cultist name. You've mentioned that? One of the letters I found had the name Malum Cinder on it. It did not say Asher okay. Wolnir. Okay. Hmm. So, going back to Fire's Heart. We're just going to get Cogram Distrum to teach him the math, and then we can go. Oh, we can and get my sword. sword. And your sword, which is in the Runegate Inn. And we have keys for that, so there will be Runegates looking for us, but none of them should attack us. She didn't think so, anyway. Well, well I'll tell you what. I wonder if, um, just to be on the safe side, maybe Relop could turn into somebody and go in and just get the sword walk out. Or we just go in and have Merc learn the math, so... He's got a... Yeah, yeah, I could talk about the sword. Oh, oh sure. Oh, into the rune gate. Yeah. Or we just all go in. In case something happens? In case something happens and not worry about it. Simpler balance mm-hmm. than to go longer. I prepared locate object today, so I should be able to pinpoint the sword easily. Thank you. Hopefully we won't come to that. Of course. If she hit it somewhere, just in case. I doubt it. And I'd also check the upstairs room. All right. While they're having this conversation, I'm going to wake up and cast Unseen Servant and just have him tend the fire and pack up my stuff while I get ready. Have you seen that before? <laughs> what is that? Like the your stuff is moving around. I'm just seeing like the <laughs> like Merlin from Sword in the Stone and he's like <laughs> yeah. loading all of his stuff. Oh, I love Sword Sorcerer's Apprentice, like the yeah. animated brooms. Yeah. So the plan is to ride back to Fireshark? Yes. Okay. Do whatever Merc needs to do, get his weapon back, and we can make our way out. Okay. Do you want the orb back? Um, yeah, I can hold on to it. Okay. So I'll reach into her satchel and grab the orb out. I'm going to go ahead and have Daryl pack up my uh, stuff and Darryl. put it up on the uh, horse. While he's doing that, I'm going to go ahead and just get up on the horse and start attuning to the orb. It just seemed like holding it to his forehead while all this stuff is getting packed onto the horse <laughs> invisibly. <laughs> He's asking it questions and then shaking it, turning it upside down. <laughs> Ask again later. <laughs> Dang it. Holding it up to his face. Too many bubbles. <laughs> Boop. I hear the ocean. <laughs> or a dragon breathing. It's going to be a brisk day. Everybody gets packed up and starts heading west. Doesn't take you very long before you run into that army again. I was wondering if they're still going to be there. Apparently they've moved east, though, because they're further closer to us, closer to you than they were yesterday. So they're moving along the fields and working along. And again, you see they're bagging up grain. Specifically, it's barley this time. They're bagging up barley, and they're putting it into these big holes. So on our way back, are we noticing, like, areas where the ground is disturbed? So, like, are they basically stowing it and then, like, covering it up? It's hard to say because at this point you haven't seen past where they had been. You know, you okay. have everything that you've walked through. You're just getting to them. And again, there's a couple of riders that come to check you out. And it's all overly formal and awkward. <laughs> and again, you see the, the banner of the fire lizard. When they ride up, she's going to ask about that. Because she knows of that cult, the one that worships that fire lizard to the west. So she'll ask about what that banner is. Who is that for? He just says, ma'am, we're, we're Salamander Company. Oh, that makes sense. 
fire animal. Okay. And Why they, are you burying your grain? You said that there are holes in the hole in the ground, mm-hmm. and they're putting all the grain in there. Don't you concern yourself with that. They have our means. Burying cigarettes. Got it. It's none of our business. I think they have an underground network. You should go find it. We'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I <laughs> he fell for it. I finally got rid of Hulk. Oh my god. It took so long, but it was so easy. 20 soldiers just converge on him and murder him. They <laughs> <laughs> leave and he's just, it's just his skeleton standing yeah. there when they're done. They just pick him clean. God's cleaning his hands like, ah, easy enough. <laughs> he got five steps away. <laughs> Yeah, we'll keep writing if they're not going to stop us. Yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, you have to stop and talk to them for a minute, but they don't really, they just want to make sure that they don't feel like you're somehow going to interfere with them, and once they right. decide that you're not, they, they don't want you through. We got our murdering in last night, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. We'll leave you guys alone. We'll be sure to let them know that. After I attune to the uh, orb, I'm going to go ahead and cast Scrying on Dimble. Oh, well, here we go. Is this your brother? Yeah. <laughs> While we're writing? Sure. Please don't make freaks out and falls off the horse. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> you lose your senses, so I don't know. You look into the orb and all the, the colors spin around and leave the circle of the orb and wrap up your direction until it feels like you're being drawn into it. And then all of the colors sort of solidify, but everything's very dark. There's a little bit of light coming off of a couple of what look to be like potions. You're in an interior room. And there's just a little bit of a haze coming off of these sort of chemicals that are in vials and beakers. And there are a couple of beds. It looks like an infirmary of some sort. And you can see your brother, Dimble. He's in one of the beds. Blanket is pulled up to his chin, but his beard is coming over at this white-gray beard, much like your own. He looks a lot like you. And there are tubes coming out from underneath the blanket, and it's going off in different directions. And there are other beds. And next to his bed, there is what appears to be a dragonkin, brass, kind of thinner than the one that you met in Prince Holm. And you're not 100% sure because you haven't known that many dragonkin, but you think she's female. And you think that she is also hooked up to these tubes. You said she's attached to your brother somehow. She, by the way, had a blanket on her as well. But on the bed next to her, there looks to be an elf. And you've seen elves in your day. It's, right. not, it's not a Saradin. It's an elf. He's orange-skinned, vibrantly orange, right? Like, you've seen that before, too, this sort of specific coloring of some of the elves that you've seen. His blanket is down, and his body is sort of splayed open. You can see organs. You can see his heart beating. And these tubes kind of work into his system somehow kind of scan over you do see a couple of dragonkin skulls and again there are some you know what look to be potions chemicals and some sort of there's a little bit of a sound like a sucking sound and it seems to be that these tubes are all leading to a machine of some sort it really just looks like a box mm-hmm. you're not familiar with what it's doing exactly or, or you've never seen anything exactly like it but somehow or other it's attached to this you know, you just sort of span. You don't have a whole lot of control over your view with Scry, right? Like, it just sort of does what it does. And you can't really get around. You know, you'd love to go look closer at that box and see what it is. But you almost feel like there's a bellows working on one side of it okay. without anybody 
there to push the bellows, if that makes sense. There seems to be one door to this room, because you can't scan. Right. It allows you to kind of look back and forth. The door definitely has a keyhole in it, so you don't know if maybe they're locked in, but there's a possibility because of that. And that is about the extent of what you see. These three seem to be unconscious. Nothing happens in the ten minutes other than them laying there. Is the elf alive? You know that the heart's beating. Okay. He literally can see it, his heart, because he's all torn open. Do I get a sense of what material the room is made out of? Is it stone or wood? Or? It's Yeah, it's stone. Pretty unremarkable. It's kind of a gray stone. I mean, there's nothing specifically that, you know, it doesn't seem to be of a certain type or architecture that you'd notice. It's, it's pretty straight, a straightforward shelves on one side and beds on the other. Does it seem like gnomish construction? Whatever this thing, the tubes are? Make a perception check. We'll see what you think. Ten? It's a weird contraption, and you've seen a lot of weird contraptions from the Ottoman gnomes, but it's, you don't feel like you have enough information. What's the light source? The only light source, because you're looking at it basically with dark vision. The only light source really is just these chemicals that seem to give off a little bit of a glow. It's very dark in here. I don't hear anything else. I don't hear any voices or anything. Mm-hmm. All you hear is the suction. You don't even. You don't actually really hear breathing. Do I see which direction? I'm guessing these tubes have some sort of fluid. Do I see what color it is or which direction it's going? It's hard or? to say. It's because they're not actually they're not clear. Okay, but it's kind of the tubes are kind of vibrating like some sort of movement is going on in there. Yeah, you you, you think that's probably the case. After I case everything, I'm just going to go ahead and spend the last however long I have looking at him, burning his image into my head. The way you look at him, you feel like he looks more pale than you ever saw him before. Right, and his beard's not normally white, right? You know, it depends, right? Because you're used to seeing him in the wood, and you've been, we've talked right. about how it can change. But yeah, like he's... In the wood, it was darker. You know it, yeah. Okay. You think he's probably been here for a while. Based on the beard. A way of rating time sometimes. Right, yeah, that's kind of what I'm wondering. I'll just keep staring into the orb until spell passes. Suddenly all the colors melt and you sort of push back out of the orb and you're suddenly cold again as you travel through the chilly fall morning. How far away from a fire start are we? Probably no no more than halfway, I would imagine. Relap, what'd you check in on? Um... Nothing. Oh. I was just making sure the uh, orb was okay. I'm going to take a look at the scroll case and see if uh, Quinn put it in sent anything back. He has not. So we ride casually the rest of the way. The fire's hard and we get there and everything's okay, right? <laughs> it's on fire. We get again. the hard, we get the equation. This time we're real. <laughs> All right. So you get the fire's hard about an hour and a half later from then. I say we just go straight through the running gate, go in, we search the two rooms. Get out. Go look at rooms. See if we can't get out of here by this afternoon. Sounds like a fine plan. I'll help you get your weapons back. Lucan's going to have a big cloak thing over his armor. He won't be wearing his helmet. Suddenly everybody talks in a different language. It's frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> this whole Are they time. talking about me? Are they talking about me? <laughs> yes. Yes, the whole time. <laughs> Only good things, right? Mm-hmm. No. Oh, yeah, Wait, yeah, huh? Yeah. All right. Yeah, we'll go right to Renegade. I'll catch up to you guys. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I gotta go we talked Pogobin. about this. Who are you going to go see? I gotta go see Pogobin. Wasn't Pogobin leaving? Well, hopefully I can catch him. All right. 
Hey, if he's still around, you think he could teleport us to where we need to go next? Yeah, he probably could. That would be amazing. Alright, stay in front of his place. We'll come find you. Yeah, I'll find you guys. Alright. So we'll let him break off. I'll cast Locate Object as soon as we get close to the end. Okay. For Destiny. For Destiny. Okay. And that'll go for ten minutes. Once you kind of get close enough, you just sort of cast it, and it is in the end. Is it in her room downstairs you or upstairs? It's on the base floor, base so floor? you imagine it must be her room. Okay. It's in my room. <laughs> well, we got your key. <laughs> Let's go get it. <laughs> we take the key. We go in. Mike, we own the place. Open yep. the door. Does anybody stop? Does anybody say anything? Fire Festival's still going on, so there's a lot of people Perfect. actually oh, already, distractions. Cool. Excellent. already in revelry, even though it's only, you know, it's not even noon yet. Fires have been burning all through town as you came through. There were a couple people wanting to you know, stop you for different, trying to sell you things, or there was a little lady trying to tell you your fortune. As we Thank go along, each person that tries to like make any sort of offer or advancement towards me, I redirect to Lucan. Okay. Oh, jeez. Lucan makes sure his uh, pouches are safe in his side <laughs> and tries to... Uh, He's trying to insinuate there, sir. <laughs> so we get into the, the rune gate. There are quite a few people in there already. They look a little rough, which you, you're not surprised. There's actually a large percentage of dwarves in here, which you hadn't been the case last night. Like some dwarves must have come into town for the for the party. I mean, everybody kind of gives you a look when you walk in. There's like no nonsense walking right by everybody, making their way straight to the room. Like which room? Like this one. the place. Yeah. yeah. Act like we're supposed to be there. Okay. Does it look familiar to what I saw from Reedy? Yes. When he was yeah, here? this is definitely what you saw. She's never Reedy. been inside. She's kind of looking around. Yep. I'll walk slightly ahead of Zan, kind of like that whole like. Bouncer type, like nice. <laughs> She's right. important. Be a wedge. This guy, not so much. Oh, so he's the key. Open up, you know, opens up the door. He, I mean, you had two keys. You just kind of tried one, and it worked. And when you open it up, there's a bed in there. You'd taken all her stuff, so it's not like she left a lot of things behind. Yeah. You still have a spell going, yep. right? So the sword is clearly under the bed. So just point. I just kick the bed aside. Okay, move the bed aside and. Destiny's laying on the ground, and the stone on the pummel gets red with blood. And then when it doesn't have any blood, it actually darkens to black, and then it moves from, like, orange to red, depending on how long it's been. It has a really faint orange to it, and there's actually a rat cut in half laying <laughs> with it. It's not a very dignified hiding space. We're just no, it's not. Breakfast. Is the key still there, too? The great sword that was the key? Yes, that is actually under. It's but it's not on the ground. It is under the bed, under like under the mattress. And when you pull it up, too, you see that there's sort of a cut through the bed, as though Destiny went through. Like maybe Destiny was laid under the mattress, but it went through the bottom of the bed. Oh, it killed a rat. That's weird. Pretty convenient, really. Pest control. You have to look at that. All built into your sword. Zan's kind of looking concerned about the sword, and it seems a little dark. Alright, so I know something about put dark the, swords. Yeah. I put the swords on, I toss Larson's torch back to Gukarn. Oh. <laughs> yeah, roll your athletics. <laughs> you're gonna be pale. Just right in the chest. I'm so used to not being ambushed because I have the sword. Since I didn't know I got you got me by the sword. Was there I'm, anything else you were missing? Well, besides my gold, my gun. The gun I have now is the gunfighter. I sold off the gunfighter. Right. Yeah, the gun's not there. Well, at least I still have a gun, I guess. And then I'll, uh... We still have one more room to check, too. Exactly. I have a feeling I spent my gold, but we'll go upstairs. Okay. 
check that room. Do you want to search the rest of this room in case you hit anything else? Sure. Yeah, I'll scour it a little bit. I will help you. I rolled a three. <laughs> you do a great job. Just pushes you over. I'll help you. Good, good boy. Good boy. All right. Natural 20. That makes my investigation a 28. <laughs> this is that same room. Yeah, yeah. In Dargoon's room, yeah. You feel pretty good that you've gotten everything out of this room. Okay. All right. Pocket half of that rat, then. <laughs> you get something out of this Save room. Save this for later. All right. So we're going upstairs, then? Yeah. Okay. Raise you. <laughs> I let I act like I'm gonna run. Okay. See if uh, Lucan goes first, and <laughs> see how well he goes up the stairs. Pretty darn well. <laughs> Very high roll. <laughs> going into that room, you find that they have left a couple of packs in there, Betcher's packs kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like you can sort of replenish your packs probably with some, you know, some of the basic details of adventuring. There is not like a stash of gold or anything. They must have their gold on them. Your gun does actually end up in the pack. You can find it uh, wrapped in a cloth. There was one other thing I forgot. The continual flame torch. Yeah, it's right, uh, again wrapped in a cloth. Well, I return it to its rifle place, and I take my holster gun and then replenish my pack, ask if anybody else needs anything out of these packs. You know, I'm just going to take the packs, because that's what Mark would do. He was going to take the packs and combine it into sure. all, like one giant mess and have yeah. one super pack. Super pack. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. And we're a political podcast. Oh, uh, now again. we are. <laughs> all right. So, Cogram Distrum? Uh, I think so. Let's go. And she'll put her hand like, can I have the keys? I'll drop them off at the counter. That's what I was going to do, but that's fine. So we'll make our way downstairs kind of triumphantly. <laughs> sure. <laughs> what? Throw the keys. <laughs> I'm going to go to the counter. I'm going to place both keys and a gold piece down. Thanks for the rooms. Kind of looks at you a little quizzically. Doesn't remember you. That sort of thing. Um, I'll say in Thieves' Camp, I wasn't here. <laughs> and then you also need to say, she wants to be back. <laughs> oh, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. All right. I liked it. <laughs> As you step up to the door, just as you're walking out, a little bald gnome is walking in who looks familiar to, at the very least, Zan and, I think, Rayla because of Tucker. She'll kind of stand aside and let him go by. And she'll go, Master Earwax, and then just make her way. (laughs) He does does kind of stand there for a minute, a little bit slack-jawed, and it's like he doesn't know exactly what to do. (laughs) Everybody keep rolling? Yeah, roll out. Uh, As I walk by, I'm going to whisper to him. There's dark times out on these roads. Might want to stay in town for a while. Intimidate. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and roll intimidation. Yeah. 19. And as I walk by, I would like to say, thanks for your help. And then when I walk by, I would like to say, no. <laughs> <laughs> then I go back around. <laughs> I have another thing I want to say. Tucker comes over and is like, beep, 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 beep. And one more thing. <laughs> and another thing. Alright. He doesn't really do anything. He just sort of stops, watches everybody leave. You can tell that he he wants to know that you're gone before he moves, like he's not gonna put it back to you, sort of thing. Yep. There's definitely some recognition there. Make your way back outside. Cocker Distrum? Yeah. Let's go. Alright. Okay. We'll bug him again. <laughs> oh he'll be happy now. He'll have his book and mercenary. Walk past a bonfire as you go, and it's just really nice because it's really cold this morning. It's really just turning. You're feeling the season, and you get to this remainder. You always kind of run into the issue that you've got this big gate here, but not everybody answers the door. Are you going to just climb it, or you wait for a while? I figure out 
Does he normally lock this thing? Yes, we just climb it. <laughs> I yell his name. Garum! Garum! Mercenaries here to see you. See if anything in response. I'll reach into my satchel and grab the book and hand it to Merc. Oh, hey, thanks. Alright, let's give this a shot. Get my picks out. Let's try this out. It's pretty easy from the other side. <laughs> it's just a big it's a big bar on the other side. Oh. That's the problem. It's a, you know, so the pick won't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Right, let's, let's have a contest. Let's see him get up for quicker. Okay, ready? Set. Go. Alright. Nat twenty. Oh, oh! oh! by the way. <laughs> I literally just tried to fake him out. Uh, oh, see. yeah. <laughs> he totally gets off. I'm like, <laughs> he's like over there. I'm like, like, I need one. He goes back and there's oh. Merc's not following. Just American I Ninja Warrior over the world wall. <laughs> I pop down, open the door. He moves the bar. Yeah. All right. Lucan opens the door. Very proud of himself. Yeah. I pat him on the cheek when I walk by. Not <laughs> <laughs> a boy. <laughs> I walk by and say, that was pretty impressive. Thanks. Do you lock it up behind you? Yeah. Get to the front. You walk past the big post and get to the front uh, door. There's a big gargoyle knocker on it. I grab the ring and... And it creaks like nobody's ever, nobody ever uses it right. Door opens up. You're back! It's him. Brought him as promised. Takes a lot more than that to get me, but uh, Zan tells me you have something to share with me. Yes, I, th- I think if we just spend some time, I can teach you. Excellent. I'm ready to learn. How much time do you need? A couple of days. Hmm. Oh, wow. Depends on how fast a student you are. I'll, I can kind of keep watch around here. All right. I have a few things I need to do in town. I can grab Rerolop and bring him back. Master Cockrum, can maybe we stay here? He looks at you very side-eyed, right? Like, <laughs> boy, this, we saved his life, and he's just trust us. <laughs> I understand having it, trust issues. <laughs> but do you, like, push stuff off a shelf or something and make I them mad? <laughs> <laughs> We can grab an inn if we need to. It's just busy because of the festival. We want to protect you as well. We're hoping uh, nobody's following us, I guess. That too. Maybe I shouldn't have Someone said followed that. you? <laughs> no, nobody followed us. and You shouldn't know. You absolutely should not have said that. Too late. I did. I did. <laughs> I freaked out a paranoid guy. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> he says you can stay on the stables, which is not really stables, right? It's a little side thing where we found Caliban's wagon. Thank you for your hospitality. You come in. Well, he kind of like says, basically points at Merc and says, yeah. no, 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 you come. I follow him. Nobility, yay. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Somebody likes Merc, but not everybody else. That's the first. You, I get. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go get Relop and do a few other things in town. You guys staying here? I'll go with you. I'm going to go people watch and explore town. Oh, you're, you want to go on? All right, I'll stay here then. All right. That's fine. No, no, shoot, shoot. Go, go. Go with your sister. It'll be fine. Sure. Ah, all right. So Lacan, Zan, and Holt will go out into the city. Okay. This is the 27th. The last day of the festival is tomorrow. So tomorrow is a big feast plan, basically. Ooh. So, stepping out into the streets again, peddlers are trying to sell some things, getting towards the end of the festival, and so prices are going down on things. <laughs> They're trying to sell, you know, lots of little trinkets and jewelry, the headries or thing. The fiery burning torch that Merc has, they sell things like that. Mm-hmm. Those aren't cheap, but mm-hmm. things like that, the swords and different like lanterns that are ever burning, there's mm-hmm. a lot of that going on. I will periodically purchase like copper pieces worth of little trinkets and stuff like that and attempt to slip them into Lucan's pack when he's not okay. paying attention. Right. Roll your slide hand. 
Can I roll a perception? Sure. Perception. Yeah. Yeah. Both oh, you, can roll you will not believe what I rolled. Natural 20? A natural one. Oh, <laughs> okay. That I can believe. <laughs> yeah. Why would we do that? That is fantastic. Keep it on the streak. Because with those gloves of thievery and everything, I rolled a 30. Oh, good gosh. <laughs> I got a 21. I'm pretty proud of myself, but, but apparently not good to enough. no avail. Yeah, yes. no, no, I think these are rigged. This is rigged. <laughs> Just because you looked, you get some trinket in your pocket. Oh, sure. <laughs> Maybe. Just to be like... I mean, it's like the cheapest, like, chintziest baubles that I can buy. Uh, I'll, I'll spend, like, ten copper worth just buying all sorts of baubles. And okay, great. Slipping them in. Appreciate it. Does anyone have anywhere they particularly need to go other than me? Uh, no. I wouldn't mind hitting up the church, I guess, at some point. That's where I was going to go second, I believe. Okay. All right. All right, I'm going to leather and lace first. Okay. <laughs> You walk in and she's so excited. Oh, boy. Because it's, look what we've got. It's all ready. Yes. Know, she's got the coat all set up. Her husband looks really tired. Yes, I bet he does. He's been doing all the work on it, but uh, it, it's done. And she asks if you want a fitting. Do you want yes, to? Yes, absolutely. So it becomes this scene where these two guys are like waiting around while yep. you get your clothes fitted. You yep. know? So she, what she's got, guys, is this leather coat. It's effectively leather armor in a sense, you know, but it, it looks a lot like the Pyrian paladins, except that they had it dyed kind of a purple, sort of a deep purple into this leather. And then she has the armored breastplate on top of it. Did as you well. leave the breastplate with them? Yes. For some reason? Yeah. Like just to fit it around? Oh, yep. you gotcha. Okay. Because you had so, to get the shoulders in Yeah, it. I didn't know if it was still back, but they over. No, nope. she left it with them to craft it all around it. Gotcha. So she comes out dressed in this? Mm hmm. Well, they're literally like you're sitting there while they're like making sure everything fits. Huh. And so she comes out, she's got you know, this metal breastplate with this leather <clears throat> jacket hanging around it and leather leggings, things like that. Sure. It's going to be a shame to get that dirty on the road. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be fine. A little less conspicuous than the Lucite steel. I don't know is, about that. Is it though? <laughs> I think it stands out more than the Lucite. But they, but they won't immediately identify it as Lucite. <laughs> ah, true. Valid point. True. So you're trading in your sword for a gun now, or what? Would that be a problem? <laughs> I think mom and dad might have a problem with it, but... Perfect. <laughs> No, she, she does not have the tricorn hat. Just she does not. That's not. Okay. She's not doing no, that. She, I'm not doing the full just, gunslinger. All right. Well, either way, it looks it looks very nice. Thank you. So she'll have everything ready for the strap with her sword and shield on it. She'll still use those. Yep. Yeah, and they're willing to help you with that too, yeah. as far as like getting it to, you know, set just right and tightening things up. So then she'll need to like pack her armor into something so that she can carry it with her. The uh, the scale armor scale. that she has. Yeah. Okay. Just okay. kind of carries it with her. She's sure. bringing it to the church. I mean, Hulk has that bag. You could probably... Do you think I could fit it in there? It's basically a bag of holding, so... Okay, I just didn't know if it was wide enough to get it, like, uh, full scale. Yeah, I think you scale. I think you could get it to fit in that, don't you think? Kind okay. of think sort of roll it slightly. Like, sure. Yeah, yeah, I think it would work. Just okay, cool. I want to make sure we'll carry all your stuff for you. Just... <laughs> That was part of the deal. I was there when he bought it, and he's like, mine! <laughs> well, I know Mark was handing it to me, but that's fine. You can have it. You just have to hold all my stuff. She'll put the Lucite uh, scale in there, and then walk out with those. All right, my next stop is the church. Is there anywhere else people need to go? I'm going to the Goodly Gear to go see the play. <laughs> Again? The, the play's an evening thing, so you'd have to wait a little bit. That's fine. I'm a classy person. <laughs> Do you want to just stay there and have us go get you? Yeah. All right. I'm going to go buy a bottle of wine, too. Okay. All right. We'll find you there this evening. Rubbing elbows. Are you sure everything's going to be okay? I'm going to be fine. If you see Relop, tell them where we are. 
If you get captured, just jump out the window. <laughs> yeah, it's worked so far in the past. <laughs> Please don't get captured. All right. So the twins will go off to the church and he'll yeah. go... Oh, that yeah. way. Good the gear. Right. Well, you go to the good the gear, just yep. sit there and like nothing's happening really. You know, they, <laughs> they see if they can sell you anything and that, yeah. you know. Just and of course, Carlar of the Dulcet Tones is there. He, you know, he owns the shop. He runs the shop as well. But I will he's... buy a bottle of wine and open it up and just start enjoying myself. Okay. <laughs> okay. They, they don't yes. object. They absolutely have some spirits and wine in there and. Is the other fangirl there? <laughs> the one no. that was, oh. No, he, he wins. Okay. Point. Yeah. You're front row center of Hall H. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. As Lucan and Zan are walking to the church, Lucan's going to say, do you think we have to worry about Hulk? I mean, is he really going to be there when we go back? I think we always have to worry about Hulk, but yeah. for different reasons. He's self-sufficient, if anything. <laughs> oh, we need to get out of here. <laughs> we're, we're waiting for him to finish the math. Yeah. As soon as that's done, we're out. I have nothing else to do here. Yeah. So what do you need at the church? I just wanted to pray. Me too. I actually wanted to speak with Indigo if I could, but... Sure. So she'll walk close to Lucan. By the way, that purple's a very nice touch. (laughs) I wanted to represent the family a little bit more. Kind of kills me you put away the loose head armor, but... I understand. I'm still carrying the sword. The the gun was a joke. (laughs) I may buy a gun. Yeah, well... Actually, Merc has two now. Maybe I'll just have one of his. That's a good point. Save me some money bunch of ammo too now. Yeah, that's it. So when you get to the church, because it really doesn't take that long, right? Like no. It's a little fitting and you know, Hulk gets a little bored with it, but for the most part it's time it doesn't take that long to get fitted and you're you're feeling good. You get to the church and you realize most of the time you've been in the church it's been nighttime. You're really used to that red light coming through the, the stained glass that they have. Mm-hmm. And it really just it just doesn't look the same. You know, it's just not very impressive. Less impressive. <laughs> it's just like this little building. Oh. Uh, I mean, it has the flame, you know, the yeah. perpetual flame up at the, the, top. At the turret there, but otherwise it doesn't have the same glow to it. And when you come up to the door, you actually hear children. And when you, you, know, you sort of peek in, you realize that it's school time. And oh. there are sister of some sort that right. is te- teaching children. They're probably ranging from maybe five or six years old to maybe 13. Zan kind of smiles at that a little bit, looks back to Lucan. Oh yeah, Lucan's smiling too. He's like, well, we may have come at a bad time. It does remind you of, you know, both of you were schooled in similar right. things, and so it does remind you of your own childhood. Indigo mentioned a long time ago of us possibly coming to visit a class. You think we interrupted? I don't want to interrupt, but I wouldn't mind getting a hold of her and seeing if there's anything we could do. Are there a bunch of empty pews on the way back? Yeah, it's, they basically just sit up in the pews, so like the kids take up the, the first, not even half of the okay. church. Sure. Well, I tell you what, I'm, I'm going to go in and so I'll just sit in the back and if okay. they talk to us about or whatever. But. You pray, I'll see if I can find him to go. Sure, sure. Right. Um, I think it's interesting too because the kids are running around the altar and like yeah. it's very, you know, relaxed. They wouldn't do that in a Lucite no. church. <laughs> it and seems so, very undisciplined. Yeah. <laughs> Lucan's going to drop 10 gold in the tithing box. Okay. Nice. So Zan will kind of make her way around to an edge and make her way up towards Rectory, where she knows she's seen her come out of before sure. with the whiskey and stuff. Sure. Yeah, it's, you know, and as you do that too, the, the sister kind of, may I help you? Uh, yes, I'm looking for uh, High Priestess Indigo. She typically doesn't come in during school hours. Oh. Can I leave a message for her? Uh, yes, let her know that uh, Xanafi Anastasia was looking for her. Uh, do you know when she would be in today? I can come back. 
Oh, probably after the three o'clock hour. Right. Would she be enjoying the festival anywhere on the public? I wouldn't be surprised. I don't know that she would be sitting in the, the rune gate by any means, or the <laughs> you know the rusty nail or anything like that, but I could see her enjoying some of the festivities. Blessing and barrel? Oh, certainly so. I could see that as a possibility. I, I don't know, obviously. I'll, I'll look for her. But yes, you can let her know that I stopped by. Okay. She'll kind of look at the children, okay. if any of them are coming. A couple of little kids, actually, they come up. They're probably six or seven. Sure. She'll kneel they, down to them. They kind of... They like your purple... <laughs> and they, you know, are just sort of like wanting to touch. Sure, she'll reach her arm purple, out. You know, yeah. It's new. Do you like it? I do. It's purpley. Yeah. <laughs> it's my family colors. Your family is purple. <laughs> purple is their color. They're not named purple. The other one says, "What's their name?" I don't know if you can say it. There's a lot of letters in there. <laughs> they're, they're like they're waiting for it. Okay. <laughs> okay. You ready? Um, um, uh, uh, stay, stay, sha, sha, I'm a stay sha. <laughs> Very good. And she'll kind of like applaud to them a little bit. I'm a stay sha. <laughs> then they go marching off. <laughs> every kid is I'm a stay sha. Yeah, the whole, the whole group is happy. You know, I mean, not the whole group, because there's yeah. some that are, you know, way too cool for that at age 13. <laughs> So she'll just kind of stand up and look at the Chi and go, like, I'm sorry. And just <laughs> make her way towards the back. Well, and she kind of turns it into a teaching moment, too. She's like, yeah. so what would that begin with? What would that end with? You know, she starts <laughs> yeah. like getting the, asking questions about like how, how it might be spelled. Perfect. All right. So she'll make her way back to Lucan. Yeah, Lucan's like chuckling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Lucan, you're like, you don't even hear half of that. And suddenly he's just like, ah, must say shot. Bet you didn't think we would ever hear Purians chanting our name like that. Yeah, you put on a good first impression with those kids. That's great. He has his prayer beads out. He's going to try to get some prayers in. Do you need some more time? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll be here for a bit. She'll sit with you. Cool. So Relop, there doesn't seem to be any chance of Hagaman showing up at his place. Okay, going to go ahead, give him a little bit. If I'm pretty certain that he's not here, I'm going to go over to the uh, Stories of Knowledge. Okay. They're still open, yeah. Yeah, they're open. I'm going to ask for Brother Thurman. Yeah, he's available today. Comes up, he's got his kind of scratchy white hair, and he looks like he's in the middle of something. He always looks a little haggard, like right. he just interrupted something really important. You know, he, he's not rude, but he's just always, always like, oh, yes, yes. I hate to interrupt. I understand that Pogaban has left town. Mm, that's our understanding. Before he left... I had taught him a uh, sigil that would send him via teleportation to another location. Do the stores of knowledge have such information? We have some things. We're not able to just hand such things out. Where are you hoping to go? Pull out the letter that he put together for Renwell. Mm. I need to deliver this to Renwell as quickly as possible. Do you know if there's a circle that I can get sent to in Rotman? Kind of looks closely at it. What's the letter say again? I don't, it just says... Basically, Pogaben. I don't remember exactly. Like, he vouches for us, and he's going to have him teach me the plane shift to make the fork with the shadow fell. Because I was talking to Pogaben about that, and Pogaben mm-hmm. said Renwell could help me with it. It's about the tuning fork. Yeah, it's about the tuning fork. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. He says, let me take that under advisement. Let me talk to my superior, and we'll see if we can help. I cannot make any promises. Some knowledge is, although I wish it were otherwise, I am under certain oaths to uphold the church, and the church is who I serve for the knowledge. 
Okay, I'd appreciate it. You never want to lose any knowledge. I would agree. How are those tablets treating you? It's funny you should ask. Really? That's what I'm working on. If you could possibly factor that into your decision making, I'd appreciate it. I will run that up pole. It kind of grins. I will patiently wait here for you. And I'm going to do arcane recovery. Merc, you remember how much you hate school. <laughs> yeah, but I do like the encryption and the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like a love-hate relationship, I think, at this point. Yeah, but this is not a teacher. This is a mathematician. And he thinks that every time you don't immediately understand what he's trying to say, he thinks you're stupid or something. You know, like that. his response, he's very irritated with these things. Because you're supposed to get this. And, you know, you're a pretty fast learner. Like, he's probably secretly surprised by how quick you pick stuff up. But it's a little bit of an arduous journey as you deal with this guy sort of, you know, almost like slapping your hands, dealing with it. And you have to, it's, it's a little test of your patience. It's a large test of my patience. <laughs> I think he would probably remind me of my father in some cases. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you sort of remind yourself about the fact you just don't think this guy knows any other way and the fact that he has this giant bodyguard. I can take him. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely could shoot him in the knee and run out before he <laughs> <laughs> But as far as that goes, I don't know how much we have to go into the details of it because that's what it's like. It's going to be like that probably for a couple of days. Fair enough. Let's get it done. <laughs> Whatever it takes. Right. Over there. Back to him. Going around the horn of where we've been. Right, yeah. He, I mean, I don't know what exactly to say Freaking there. Wine he's and arguing fan theories over the storyline. Uh, yeah, yeah. You got this, uh, you know, there have been a couple of people that have come by and sort of talked to you about the fact that you're sitting there yep. and asking you about the play. You've got a couple of people that are like converts now. Like you've sort of talked them into com- to like coming <laughs> back because they hadn't actually checked it out before and you've talked it up so well. You've had a couple people that have asked you sort of the, the what's the major theme and that kind of thing, and, you, and you're a little bit stuck on that because it's not exactly within your realm, but you, you find a, a way to sort of talk around it, still get the point across that it is something worth experiencing. Right. But for the most part, that's kind of what's happening over at the Goodly Gear. So, Twins, where are you going from the church? Well, at one point, Lucan's going to say, hey, what do you want to talk to Indigo about? Oh, we uh, had a conversation before... The whole bounty hunter thing, I wanted to let her know how it resolved itself. Oh, I get you. Okay. Just letting her know we were okay. Well, um, should we go find Hulk? I guess. He's just going to be watching that play. I know Hulk thinks it's incredibly cultured, but it was a little derivative. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> but he means well. The playwright. Hulk, I don't think, ever means well. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We haven't talked in a while. Yeah. I feel like we've been off in different directions. Kinda. It's been crazy. Are you okay? Yeah. Yeah, how about you? Conflicted? Conflicted? <laughs> yeah. Attacking the, um, the, the bounty hunters was difficult. Yeah, I agree. There's better ways to deal with that stuff. I'm sorry I fell so fast. I, I should have been more defensive. I was trying to do what you taught me, but then I would get frustrated and attack, and then that's when they would hit me. It was... Oh, no, no, no. You don't have to apologize. <laughs> Thank you for healing me. Absolutely. Sorry I wasn't there. Oh. Right next to you. You were there when you needed to be. Yeah. What do you think about this Asher Walmir thing? I don't... 
I'm not doubting that what he's saying is true, but how are we going to do this? I don't know, but that saying where there's a will, there's a way, we're going to find a way. You can kind of understand now, I guess, why Merc is the way he is, can't you? In what way? Cynical? Yeah. Like, there's just always something almost bothering him, or, you know? Be pretty rough. We, we grew up in a totally different world. We can't really be blamed for that. I want to help him as much as possible, and as soon as possible, because this guy seemed pretty terrible. To start murdering and torturing your own family members is beyond disgusting. There's going to be clerics and paladins around him to defend him, you know that, right? Yeah. But he needs to be taken down, so we'll have to do what we have to do. He might not be the only one. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt that. I'm worried about Bishop Card. I haven't talked to him in a while. I was trying to research how to heal him, but never had time. Yeah, it doesn't sound good. Just hopefully whoever takes his place is um, not the warmonger, I guess. It's going to be the Pope. I don't know. If it's Castaman, we're in trouble. Yeah. Well, maybe mother and father are doing their best to try to influence. I should try to talk to them, actually. I'm sorry, I should have done that sooner. Is there anybody you want me to speak to, ask questions for you? No, I mean, just, I guess just give me an update on how they're doing, you know? Yeah, of course. They'll be happy to hear about the grain. I'll try to speak to Tharable, and then I can try to speak to Mother, maybe? Get a sense of both Lucidum and Prince Holm? Yeah, see what's sounds, happening. that sounds great. Alright, in the meantime, let's just try to wander around the city, see if we can't see Indigo anywhere. That's fine, yeah. Alright. We probably should check out on a hold. Yeah, we we'll, don't even have to approach him, really. We'll, we'll do that as we walk by. Far yeah. eye on him. I don't want to upset him, you know? <laughs> Make sure he's not starting a bar brawl in the middle of a general goods store. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was really great that Hull got up early to dig those graves. Yeah, when I came out of the dome this morning, I thought I was dreaming. <laughs> or maybe he wasn't elsewhere. I don't know. I just get it in my head at times that that guy just doesn't care about anything. Every once in a while, he'll surprise you. Yeah, starting to believe he does care. Have you heard from his family? Yes, I spoke to his mother. They're doing fine. Uh, Good. The building the farm, they're getting everything started. So as far as I can know, everything's going well. I can't wait to go see that. <laughs> That'll be amazing. I'd be very proud to see it. Do you know if they bought horses? I don't know. We can certainly bring them some, I suppose. But Ooh, that would be a great idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll do that. When we go there, I'm, I'm bringing horses. <laughs> I know Hulk gives you a hard time, but you know that he means well. He's not trying to actually hurt you. We've okay. had this discussion before, but it bears repeating every once in a while. Yeah, yeah, I'm starting to realize that. Just wish he'd quit putting mud in my shoes. Also, we're not dating. And then she'll walk back. <laughs> <laughs> She knows you worry about that a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now I know. All right. So we'll do that. We'll just wander around, look for him. Okay. Enjoy the festival as much as we can. Total lack of faith. (laughs) For two uh, holy characters. (laughs) You bring it out in people. The trio of Lucan, Zan, and Holg, you guys head that direction and kind of check on Holg. Mm -hmm. Lucan has been wanting to kind of go back and make sure that he's okay or, you know, just sort of check in. And just as you're within, you know, shouting distance of the goodly gear, you start hearing yelling, a ruckus, basically, to the south. 
like the docks? Possibly. And, you know, there's bonfires around the town, right? And some right. of the bonfires start to seem like they're burning hotter. You can see three bonfires in your line of sight. And all three of them just raise in height and intensify in brightness at the same time, in the same way. Okay. That's odd. And you hear all of this noise coming from the dock. Probably the docks. You know, it's in the south, right? Right. Holg is, again, in a building that you can see. Relop, you left the, the stores, and you hear similar things. And Merc, you actually, oddly enough, you are kind of in this enclosed space, but Pitt actually comes and tells you that there's something happening in town. He's heard something and he's alerting the two. Sam, do we go get home? I can get him. Go protect the people. I'll find you as much as I can. Are the people running around? Like, is it chaos? Is it? Um, you're not where you are. Okay. It's far enough away from you to where you... I'm at the fires, I guess. Let's, let's yeah, talk. I mean, people are... I mean, they're not running, but they're like, everybody's sort of in shock. Like, what's happening? Okay. And there's let's a few people that I'll... You see a few of them like, yay! Like, so like, you know, some sort of <laughs> trick that the church is putting on. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I'll, I'll go with you. Let's just go get hold. Okay. See what is going on here, maybe. This is a little weird. So she'll kind of run to the open area of the front of the Good League mm-hmm. here. I'm assuming it's kind of an open store, kind of doorway thing. She'll kind of run into it and yell, Hog! Hulk, you're in the middle of a heated debate. Yeah. It's like, I'm telling you, he's not actually dead. Hulk! <laughs> Screaming. <laughs> what? <laughs> Something's happening on the docks. Come on. We're going to continue this discussion later here, and I'm going to just hand my bottle of wine to him. And- okay. <laughs> I'll ask Pat, what do you mean things are going on? He, he just says something is happening at the lake. I kind of look at Cogram and I look at Pitt and it's probably nothing. I'll bet I'll be back. Okay. So you're heading out? Yeah. Pitt closes the gate behind you. You know, he's leave the premises. Yeah. Actually, I turn around and look at him as he's closing the gate and I'm like, would kill you to open the gate for us one time? He says it might. Slam. <laughs> <laughs> you know I could jump the wall, right? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll think about it. <laughs> Zan, can you message Relop and Merc? Uh, maybe we, let's just go check it out first, maybe, and see yeah, what's let's, going on. Yeah, let's see what it is before I interrupt yeah. everybody. Let me go ahead and make my way down that direction. So, you know, everybody's moving south, whether they're together or separate. And as you move that direction, you do start to see panicked people. They start running away from the side of the docks. You see more fire. Actually, there are a few buildings on fire. Most of the town is built of stone, and so that's helpful, but there are definitely things that are of carts. There are a lot of carts that were put up by vendors for the festival, and, and there, you definitely see some of those up in flames. And as you get within the realm of the docks, you're not exactly on the docks yet, you start to see undead. It is a army of undead. Lucan says, did they ever get that eye destroyed? They said they were going to try to destroy it. I don't know if they've actually succeeded. So she'll do the sword and shield out. Sure. Yep. Sam and Lucan. Here we go again. <laughs> yep. Merc, you see your group because you know, suddenly they, they're all swords out. You see this Lucite steel and within the crowd and there you can see at least three of them. Relop doesn't seem to be with them quite at this moment, but you 
you find them as you're wandering through. I uh, pulled Dustin out as soon as I started sitting on the undead and got my arm crossed it to activate it and just charge into the largest group of undead I can find okay. right there. So you guys find walking that direction and suddenly Merc just starts smashing these skeletons next right. to you. Lucan will charge forward and use his uh, turn the unholy and yell out, By Lucian's light, I banish thee. And Zan will do the same thing. She will lift her sword up and it will ignite and she'll scream for you know the banishment of the undead through Lucian's light and pour it out as well. So the two of them are kind of like cascading light forward. Okay. Try to push them back at least or sure. destroy as many of them as possible because I blow yeah. up a bunch of them. Sure. Depending on their CR levels, I guess. Right, right. And you okay. guys get spread out, too. Though. Yeah, we're, he and I are, like, running a distance away from each other and trying to catch as much of the herd as possible. Sure. And I can only... I mean, I can do it a certain distance if they can hear and see me. And same thing with his, I'm assuming, if sure. it's similar to my turn. So we're going to try to hit a bigger swath, you know? So, yeah, you separate out, and you both say you're right. And I'm telling you, they're, like, easily two dozen. Mm-hmm. It's an easy range, and it's more than you've seen. This is something different. And... Both clergymen sort of say their rights. They put their hands out, put their swords up, and you just see all of these skeletons and zombie types just sort of burst in a big field of light around them. And it's honestly, at this point, I mean, we've seen a lot of things from the clergy. This is the coolest thing you've seen so far. Like, it is literally amazing how many of these things get taken out. It was clearly a small army that just get wiped out in one stroke between the two of them. Nice. Relop, you see that. You were a little bit behind them, and you suddenly come up behind, and just as you see your friends, this big burst of light busts all these undead. And so basically where we are is the whole team is now suddenly within the same realm. Relop's a little behind everybody, but there's this sort of field of bone. And then at the end of the field, there are cavalry of skeletons. So it's basically bone horses, bone riders, mm-hmm. and then there are also some on foot. Some of the ones on foot are actually fleshy, more like a zombie type of thing. And then in the middle of all of them, you can mm-hmm. very clearly see a knight. Nice. Dark armor. He's got glowing eyes and a shield and a sword and on his chest, and he's, you know, it's a little bit far away at this point, but he very clearly has something glowing on the metal of his chest, and it looks like maybe it's in the shape of a torch. Everybody roll initiative. There's paladins here, too? They're not quite yet. No. You know, they might be down at the docks or something, but you're actually, like, in the streets. Like, they, oh. this, this horde oh. actually made I thought we were at the docks. No, at this, the water is, edge. this has made it far enough to you. Oh, my God. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's super bad. <laughs> okay. I thought, yeah. That is really. unfortunate. <laughs> hmm. We get to see Indigo and Max fight. I wonder what levels they are. This uh, Evil Knight, by the way, that's going to be the armor that I get that takes me over it. This is it right makes here. Makes you evil, yeah. yeah. This is it. This mm-hmm. is the cursed item we were looking for. Mm-hmm. All right. Don't worry, guys. I'll put it on right away. No, let's <laughs> look at it. No, no, don't worry. So what you're looking at in this grouping is effectively six skeletons on skeletal war horses. They're all in makeshift armor, the remnants of armor that's, that hasn't fallen off of their bodies after they died. Both the horses and the skeletons. 
and they all have a, a certain amount of what looks like maybe seaweed hanging off them, like they came out of the water. Mm. And then there is also a group of five zombies, and they are all on foot, sort of intermixed with the skeletal cavalry. So it's not as though there's a big group in front or anything at this point. Obviously, the cavalry are going to move on much faster. And then, of course, the knight seems to be leader of all this. Is he on foot or on a horse? He's on foot. Okay. Is he behind the line or is he mixed? I'm sorry, yes. He is behind them. Yep. Decidedly behind them, in fact. He's about 30 yards behind them, probably. Oh, yikes. You're probably looking at about 60 yards to the to the front line, which makes him about 90 yards away. Or, I'm sorry, feet. Okay. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Feet. Football season is over. It's yeah, feet. It's feet. The night is 90 yards away? Yeah. Okay. Feet. Feet. Yeah. <laughs> I started it. It's all good. <laughs> I will take that. <laughs> all right. So, Relop, you are first. So that means you know, I just kind of gave you the distances. Right. Everyone else is ahead, ahead of me. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. So I was really talking about the group, which is everybody but you. Right. I'm probably putting you about 30 yards behind that. Feet. 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 <laughs> I was waiting. I was literally waiting for you to say yards, and you did it. Yes. <laughs> Saboteur. <laughs> Saboteur. I'm just, like, waiting. <laughs> okay. I'm going to try it again. Yeah, try it again. Uh, you are about 30 feet behind the group. So you're about 90 feet from... I did it. 90 feet yards from the front line. <laughs> I mutter to myself that I don't have time for these pleasantries. Pull out a uh, little back one out and yell, making a hole, and drop a fireball on the skeletons and zombies. Okay. Nice. Just gonna uh, find a center there. At fourth level. Yeah, make a lane. Fourth level, all right. Let us get to the night. I need to go big. Uh, dexterity 16. 39. Start. Holy cow, 39 if they don't make it. Beef. Yeah, go don't ahead and make, make that it. save, don't zombies. There's skeletons. Results in zombies, actually. Don't do well, actually, on this show, unless your counter splits. Oh, sorry. It's in the rules. Fireball goes off in the center of the mess. Excellent. This is actually when you realize that Relop was behind you. Relop goes, the bead goes past us, and then goes. Not every single one of them was within the radius, but for those that get hit, you basically end up with half of the zombies just drop. They get fried. And so we end up with three of them left. And then for the skeletons on the warhorse skeletons, we end up with a little bit of a mix. And so in that case, you have three horses that drop and two of those riders drop with them. One of the horses that drops, the rider stands. And then there's also one of the riders drops off of the horse while the horse still stands. So we've got three zombies left, three horses left. Three skeletons left. Three skeletons. One of them is dismounted. One of them is. All right, Lucan. So fireball. Well, I'm going to cast fireball then. Yeah, do it. Can I look at your grimoire? <laughs> I'm going to use my prayer beads. And cast Blessed Ooh. from it on Merc, Holg, and myself. Nice! And that's a what with his prayer reads, that's a one-shot thing. He mm-hmm. is he is committing. Nice. And start moving forward. Now, okay, I got a question for you. Blessed is a concentration spell, and so is Shield of Faith. 
but that spell came from the prayer beads. Do I have to use concentration for that? I'm actually going to, in this game, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say it does it for you. Yep. Awesome. Because it's a so, one shot. I feel mm-hmm. like that's a fair trade. Perfect. I so Lukan's going to take his prayer beads out. He's going to use Blessed, and he always holds them on his shield. What's a shield type of thing? Mm-hmm. He's going to use one of the beads that casts Blessed. It's the last one that casts Blessed. He's going to okay. use it for Merc and the Hulk and myself. For visual, the light goes out in that bead. Like, you have yep. certain beads that are still Oh, lit. I don't know if he, like, crushed it or if he well, pulled it off. No, like, they're lit, and, like, as soon as you use it, the light, light goes out. just twinkles out. As Lucan starts charging forward, he's going to give out a battle cry, but he's also going to point towards Merc, and shimmering light comes around Merc, and he's casting Shield of Faith on him, so Merc's got a plus two AC. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Merc is less than impressed. Don't forget. So we have three war horses coming in. Two of them have skeleton. They're going to come in. They're charging. They're going to really just pick a target. And so I think that at this point, they're probably going to attack the two up front, right? That makes sense. So mm-hmm. let's go sure. with three horses come the direction of Lucan and Merc. And two of them have skeletons on them. And we're going to take some back. So we're both AC 20. So it'll be easy to remember them. Uh, holy they are critting so hard right now. <laughs> no, Doesn't matter for Merc. <laughs> I couldn't tell the oh my god what it was. So I was just taking. I'll a take a crit. You, I'll let you. You can have a free twenty on me. Okay, so they come in and they really just hit a wall of armor in a lot of ways, right? They, they, these two skeletons are stabbing down from their horse, and the one horse is kind of trying to attack you by itself. And the only thing that comes through is Merc. You get hit with seven points of damage. Oh, it tickles. From <laughs> the sword of one of the tickles. skeletons. But otherwise, I mean, there were a bunch of attacks that came in, and they just didn't hit anything but that one. The shield of faith tickles you? All of it's your turn. All right. I'll advance up to one of them that is currently engaging Luke and take a shot at one. Okay. AC 23. Are you going after the skeleton or the horse? Let's go after the, the horse. Okay. That hits. Classic me. <laughs> Didn't you roll like near perfect last time? Yeah, so I feel like this is like back so to this. This is 22. He needs to stay humble. Piercing. Yeah. The dice gods on. Okay. So you basically just dart up next to Lucan, and this skeletal horse is there with it's got partial barding, you know, and you just, you're not sure what to hit exactly. And you're just like, uh, and you just whack it like in a way that you wouldn't usually use your short sword you just you use like a club almost and just whap its head off and it goes spinning off onto the street <laughs> and it drops putting the skeleton face down in front of you oh hi anything else no yeah. i'll stick with that well you got the skeleton face down in front of you you would have yeah. advantage on that attack he's prone okay with advantage so that is actually a nat 20 Yes. Hey. So I don't get sneak attack, but I have savage attack because mm. I'm mm. orc. orc. So 12. If we kind of face down and you just take Torridor's Malice and, and just stick it right into his skull and pop it out, and that thing's not moving. Sweet. <laughs> Everybody roll Uh-oh. a dex check. Save. I was All right. That so okay. at least it is a save. It's ten feet radius for me. So Merc and Hold would at least get the plus three. Yep. I think it's about it. About it. it. Okay. About it. okay. You know what? Actually, sorry. We're just going with Hold and Lucan and Merc. I kind of see really want to fail this. <laughs> I got thirteen. I got a sixteen. I got a fourteen. The knight puts his hand out and 
from the middle. It's like a fireball, effectively, is what it looks like. And it just sort of like starts in the middle of the three that are up front and just bursts out. And it hits for 40 points of fire damage. Was the What number did we need to get past? Higher than you rolled. Oh, mm, cool. Okay. So Holg, Lucan, and Merc take 40 right. points of fire damage. It's still at half the evasion. I'd like to use uh, Projected Ward on Lucan. So minus 24 off that. Oh, nice. Fantastic. He does actually, in the process, he blows up a couple of his own. Oh, oh and nice. So you're down to two zombies, one horse with a rider. That's what. You, that's all that's left. That's all that's left. <laughs> all right. He doesn't think he needs it. If that, Chopping wood for us. He's all like, right. well, so yeah, one whatever. horse. Oh, I need to make a check. You just got hit for damage. Yeah, I made my save. Okay. I made my save. Okay. So the, the shield stays on. All right, Dan, it's your turn. All right, she is going to run up towards Lucan and hold. She will whisper a prayer into her index and middle finger of her right hand, reach forward, grab Lucan's hand where his sword is, and it glows with the radiant energy of a holy weapon. She'll be like, go get the big one. We'll take care of the others. And then she's going to throw a sacred flame at the last zombie. So what did you do with Lucan? You have the plus 2d8, radiant damage to all of your sword swings, and then I can, as a bonus action, snap it and do the burst. So she's telling you to go get this guy. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> Stick him with the pointy ear. And because it's a bonus action, my main action has to be a cantrip, so it's Sacred Flame. Dex 17 for the uh, zombie. We had a nice moment. You get a holy weapon. All right, what's the damage? He did, he did not pass it. Did not pass it. You yeah, get yeah, uh, you 10 it. radiant to the zombie. Sacred Flame! <laughs> there it is. <laughs> it's been a while. The lance is now dead. <laughs> Bleed. Been a while. Since I cast Sacred Flame. All right. All right. It's hard to tell with the zombie, but he looks like a bloody mess. <laughs> he's still there, but he's yeah. he looks messy. Nice. Give him a hug. All right. Work your turn. Uh, you definitely have this mounted skeleton in front of you, and the zombie is pretty much within melee as well. And then you've got the knight, which is within 30 from where you mm-hmm. move, but you've got these two on you. Yeah. So, like, the continual flame torch, like, uh-huh. the flame on it starts going, like, higher and longer and crazy okay. and the shield of faith actually kind of changes and starts glowing around him like a like he's almost like he's on fire okay yes and then he just says not tonight boys and swings at the i will go for the war horse okay i thought you were gonna say i'm the champion of flame oh no oh, come on <laughs> willing to bet a 12 misses for the horse it does yes how about no, a 25 25 well, yes i'll play it a little bit Kill him a lot. It's a little bit. Oh, wait. Just, oh, just 12. Just I forgot blessed. about Blessed. I forgot about The 12 blessed. was a 15. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that'll hit. Yay! What is Blessed do again? D4. D4 attacks, attacks and saving throws. So that deck saving throw did a D4 too. You dummy. Oh, is that saving throw yeah. as well? Yeah. He refused his blessing. <laughs> I don't He's need like, it. I don't need your religion. <laughs> Never mind. 14 points of damage to the horse. After the fireball, that's enough. Okay. And it goes down. Take Skeleton comes the... flailing on its way down to you. Okay, and then I, I'm going to use the 15, and that's going to be 11 points of damage to him. Okay, and again, after the fireball damage, it also <laughs> drops. So, wow. Wham! Yeah. You see him slam it, and, and you guys do see this. Like, fire thing happens around him mm-hmm. as he, like, whips his sword, cuts the front of this skeletal horse, and it just sort of shatters. And before the skeleton even hits the ground... 
he just whips his sword back around and just catches the backside and just splinters that skull into the ground. And then I move 30 feet towards the fallen knight. And then he moves 30 feet oh, towards yeah. the fallen knight. So. <laughs> oh, man, that's awesome. <laughs> that 30 feet of movement in slow motion with fire behind him. That was amazing. Legit. legit. All right, so we got one zombie, one knight. Merc has now put himself in melee. Zombie, let's see. Oh, he's going to take a swing at Merc as he moves. Oh, wait, I forgot bonus section. Uh, <laughs> for the healing. Second wind? Second wind. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So he's going to swing at you. You got a 20 going on, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, he doesn't hit you anyway. So the zombie tries to slash at him, doesn't catch him, and then he's going to turn on Lucan for his actual turn. Ooh, and he just... You just got this thing, like, clawing at you, just sort of, like, flesh hanging from it, and it's just not enough to get through your shield. Yes. You just fend it off with your shield. We love your turn. You got <laughs> one zombie that's right up on Wukong and kind of in the range of Holg, and then you got the big guy back there who Merc is now in melee with. Okay, I'm going to take a couple of steps forward <clears throat> and cast Scorching Ray at fourth level on the knight. Okay. That's a natural 20. Nice. Uh, 24, 22, and 23. And a second natural 20. Holy cow! <laughs> Whoa! Let's not corkscrew those. Those go so straight. So everything <laughs> for the first time ever, right? <laughs> no, they like corkscrew. Right, like that's they're... five, is that right? Is that what we're doing? All right, they all hit. 58 points of damage. Hmm. <laughs> that's on the first hit. That was a whole one. Wow. That's all. That's no, all. Yeah, okay, okay. You know, these darts coming in, right? Mm-hmm. All of them. They just oh, siphon their way in towards this thing, and they all hit, and this stops for a second and, like, marks the gnome. Lucan. Can I actually get into melee with this thing? Yes. Take a turn. He, he was 30 feet mm-hmm. away from the front line, so at this point, yes. Well, I'm going to definitely charge him and say, be gone, you fiend, and he's going to take a swing. And, oof, oof, that's not great, but... It's a D4. 21. Yeah. 21, that's okay. not That's bad. really good. Yeah, actually. You miss. Really? 21's a miss? <laughs> Take my second Basically, what happens is, and just for flavor, too, like, the, what happens is he goes, and, like, he parries your shot. Nice, okay. It's really kind of, it freaks you out a little bit, because this thing mm-hmm. is, like, it's all armor. It's this dark, old-looking armor. It's got this torch sort of emblazoned on its front that has this light to it. Okay. And there's these two floating eyes going on inside. Right. And it's almost, as you come in, you're like, I got this thing. This thing's going to be slow. I, it looks like a statue. It's just going to sit there. And as soon as you come in, it just kind of like goes, and holds its sword up. All right. Lucan glares right back at him and pulls the sword from his sword and swings right back at him, going for the chest. And he says, I said, down. Uh, rolls a 20 to hit, so... You know what? That one hits. That one hits. Mm-hmm. Interesting. He's got a thing. 36 points of damage on that hit. Come in with your lighted sword and back him off a little bit. Like, the first time you do that, he sort of stops you. You're like, oh my gosh, it's like an immovable object. And then as soon as you come in on the second one, he actually staggers a little bit, and you're feeling a little better about it. Nice. Hold next. I'm going to go and continue to assist uh, Lucaran. There's a zombie still back here if you want to deal with it. Did you? Yeah, you are in the middle of gear and melee effectively with this. Zombie. I will bonus action to disengage and then go okay. assist Lucaran. <laughs> you got the same! Nice. <laughs> Slow oh, motion on. swipe as you leave. Yeah. <laughs> Yoink! 
You took on a monk and a rogue at the same time. You can handle a zombie. Yeah, sorry. No, it's still going to kill you. It's going to kill the zombie. Uh, that is only AC 15. That'll miss. Yep. And I use my bonus action in addition to age, so that is, that is it. Olg. Uh-oh. And Lucan and Merc make a con check. All right, uh, plus three, woo-hoo. plus blast. I rolled an 18. 18. Hang on, I have to look it up. <laughs> 18, buddies. With oh, D&D Beyond, it's never been simpler. Mm. I know, right? <laughs> 28. Holy what? shit. Jeez. How's that even possible? <laughs> I rolled a 19, I have a plus six, and I got a plus three from Blast. And what about his natural plus three? Oh, 31. Yeah, there you go. Thanks <laughs> <laughs> for saying that with a mouthful of jerky. I appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. No, <clears throat> undead man. He probably would have been better off just attacking you. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, he sticks his sword into the ground in front of him, and lines of sort of... It's odd because it's dark, but it's energy, right? It's some weird combination of light and dark come shooting out in your directions, and you each just take seven points of necrotic. <laughs> Ooh. Holy cow. <laughs> it tickles. <laughs> On top of the fact that you made your rolls, he didn't roll that well in the first place. <laughs> Damage. Pretty damaging. It could have been, but better. it was not. <laughs> you pathetic knight. And it's Zan's turn. Oh, is it really? <laughs> I was all thrown off. Yeah, Zan will. She has her sword and shield out. She will go after the zombie. She'll kind of in a flourish sweep her sword across and cast a cone of fire of burning hands, which I've not cast in a while. So it needs to make a dexterity saving throw seventeen. So, the zombie, right? Yeah, the zombie. She's gonna try to finish the zombie off. Stop. <laughs> he fails. Cool. <laughs> Twelve points of fire damage. Lance's ears are bleeding. Thanks to the cranberries. Yeah, Thank or you. Whoever may have that yeah, one. Uh, it, okay. it was actually perfect. He had 12 hit points left. Cool. Nice. So she just kind of sweeps so, across this cone of fire and across sort of, him. And the flash that's on it sort of pushes back on its bones and it sort of falls. With their flames and their guns. <laughs> First turn. And I make my way, and I'm moving forward okay. towards them, but okay. not not into melee. But I'll be just on the outside. All right. How far would you like to be? I would say ten feet behind them. Feet. So fifteen okay. away, feet away from the fallen wall. All right. What's the range of Lucan's aura? Ten feet. Okay. Ten. Okay. So yeah, I'd be like ten feet behind, or within range of his aura. Yeah, that'd be good. Yep. yep. Yeah. May as well, right? Yep. I'll take a swing at the the knight. Okay. Twenty. Stops it. Mm. Sword comes up, stops your sword. Second attack, 29. Hits. 17 points of damage. Okay. Sword comes in, hits it, definitely affects it. Still in the fight. So we go back up to the top to relock. So you see that everybody's in melee except for Zane and you. I'm going to go ahead and mutter to myself that I really don't have time for this and activate the uh, Laurels of Victory. 23, 14, and 18. First one. Seven. Dark shoes come through. One of them hits the knight, but that is all. Lucan. Lucan's going to swing and he's going to say, You will leave this world forever. 22. Parries you. Okay. Take another swing and he says, Be gone. Ooh, baby. Way better. 29. Oh, you know what? I'm going to add. uh, I'm sorry. I'm going to steal this so he doesn't lose his notch. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Lucan's also going to. For a bonus action, use uh, Searing Smite to add to the damage right. and to cause fire. So he goes a swing and uh, Radiant fires lights on that sword. 31 points of damage. Ooh, good one. 
causes the target to ignite in flames. Start of each of its turn until the spell ends. The target must make a con save, or it takes one d six. Okay, and it's concentration, so his shield falls. Oh, the serious smites concentration. Yeah, dang it. Well, I think all <laughs> Welcome of, to my world. All, all those smites are they, everything's yeah, pretty much pretty 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 yeah. So you hold on. Sorry to about that, Mark. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Sweet uh-huh. again. Okay. Roll one. <laughs> I rolled a four, and then I won on the deep. So. What's the total? Right. 14. So you dab in, and yeah, he whiffs out of your way. Alright. I'll we'll use the bonus action for offhand attack. 24. Okay. Parries you. This sword kind of like, he, he just has this thing where he just sort of can stop you. Right. In certain instances. It's his turn. He's got three on them, mm-hmm. and I will use protection on whoever he goes after first. He's actually going to focus on you. Yeah, okay. I will protect myself. Not a, mm, I'll not warning a flare that. Not a surprise. Okay, first one oh, warning cool. flare. Yep. Misses the first one. Yeah. Misses largely because of this flash. Second one comes in. You catch with the sword. The third one comes in. And he's going to get you with something. So you're going to take six slashing, but you're also going to take... 45 necrotic. Whoa. <laughs> Uh-oh. 12 necrotic. Okay. So and six and 12. that's right. what he's got. And I'll take Sentinel Strike. 18. Misses. He's going to hit his sword as he comes in. Zan, your turn. Alright, so she's going to stay where she is. She's going to try to get a line over top of Lucan's shoulder, charge up a beam of energy that's going to sail down her sword, and then throw out like a ball. So I'll cast Guiding Bolt at 4th level. Okay. 27 to hit. Oh, hit. Oh, wait. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't <laughs> no, parry range, saving. right? <laughs> well, I was like, do I need to roll a saving throw? No, 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 this is just, a, I got to roll to hit. Yep, yep. And it's going to be 76 radiant. Roll better than me. So far, so good. Already has. 25 points of radiant damage smashes into his chest, and then the next person to attack, a.k.a. Merc, gets advantage through the attack roll. Nice. As he glows with radiant energy. Uh, He's going to block it, though. (laughs) (laughs) He might. (laughs) Just crit him. Suddenly, (laughs) And, yeah, Merc. It's like, look, I'm down, and just this ball of energy just smashes into his chest. All right, I'm going to take a swing at him. 30. (laughs) Uh, uh, You know what? Yeah, yeah, that'll hit. Yep. yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it's not going to work. That damn, yeah, that doesn't work. 30 will hit him. I mean, I rolled 20. I mean, uh, not a natural yep. 20, but between the blast and the... Uh, I'm going to go for a chipping attack. I rolled two sixes on the D6s and a D6 on the A, or a 6 on the D8. Four total of. That would be an on plus 6 for a total of 24. Number of the beast. All right. So, Merc comes in... <laughs> Whips this two-handed sword of Destiny, who he's got back, and he flies through, kind of catches the side of this thing. And the face of, you know, it's, it's really kind of creepy because it's just helmet and two little beady eyes inside. And he kind of looks almost like into your soul for a second. Right? <laughs> you get this face right in, and he goes, Paladin, I'll be back. And the whole thing just goes, it all just dissipates into nothingness. Who's he saying that to? He says it to Merc. Oh. He says, Paladin, I'll be back. And then, <sighs> dust. And he's gone. Hey, you're supposed to fall down when I do that, not disappear. <laughs> <laughs> Why did he call you a Paladin? I don't know. I've been noticing I can do some things. Maybe that was something to do with that. Lucan's ego secretly is blowing up in his head. <laughs> hey! Is that come running up? Is everybody okay? Hey, Lucan. Lucan. Yeah. Do you still have that mark on your sword? Do I still have the mark on my sword? 
It's gone. <sighs> Don't. So did, you, did you have a mark on your sword? You didn't, right? No, I'm a saint. <laughs> Anyone need healing? Who's hurt? I'm we a should, little injured. Actually, we should see if the rest of the townspeople are okay. Got a splinter. <laughs> How much damage do you have? 27. Alright, you're full of heal. Lucan puts his hand on you, it glows, and you feel good. Ah. <laughs> Keep uh, those warm, tingly feels. Merc looks like how he normally does, like bleeding out of several places and smiling ear to ear. <laughs> Alright, Merc, come here. No, I'm fine. Uh, right. Relop, Zan, are you two okay? Yeah, I didn't get hurt at all. Wait, there might be more coming. We should get going to the, at least the docks. Alright, Lucan's going to heal ten for himself. As soon as the knight disappears, I just turn on my heels and head back to the stories of knowledge. Undead are invading the city, she'll yell after you. Yeah, people are going to notice that you leave, right? You're in the middle of, you know, the, the group here. Right. What is going on here? Something's bothering them. Is it, like, dying down, or is it still going? There's still fighting going on further south, you know. Yeah. You can hear it. There are Pyrian paladins or anything standing around us at all or anything? I mean, at this point, they're further south. So, if you were to start moving south, you're going to run into more probably, but you you clearly see that you caught a grouping that had moved its way past. Gotcha. And as you move forward, you're going to see that so we never... the clergy of the Pyrians are further south. You just happen to so, like catch a... So we have not gotten to the docks. No. Right. Right. Yeah, We're like a few blocks off docks. All right, do we go check out the docks? Yes, then? absolutely. Yes. Are you coming, Relap? No, I'm already gone. He's like darting away from. Can you send him a send spell and tell him to get that damn eye destroyed? I'm sure that's what he's trying to do. That's the only other reason why he would go there. Maybe. Let's just try to help out the docks. We'll figure it out afterwards. She'll just race forward. True. For brevity's sake, we're not going to continue to keep hitting different waves. But what happens is, as you move south. You do run into little skeletons. You're going to spare undead. But there's a lot, you know. And as mm-hmm. you get into the dock area, you do actually see a lot of clergy that have made their way into that spot. And they are fighting off huge rounds. I mean, there are bodies of skeletons and of zombies and whatever else, something to that extent, just all over the docks. Bones and flesh and gunfire going on. And when the smoke settles, and you're part of it, you know, you, you yeah. kind of get into the fray a little bit. But when the smoke settles, there's a lot of Pyrian paladins down. And some of them kind of run to each other, and they're trying to heal each other up. McConnell use whatever he has left to heal. Saying, Merc will go over to, like, one and check to see if he's alive. Okay. Help him if he can. Is Max around? Max is actually one of them standing and you go over, and Indigo is actually one of them that was down, and he is tending to oh, her. Great. It seems as if he, you know, he has stabilized her. Okay. The con runs over, offers any help, but then he also says, sure. Max, do you have any idea if that stone eye was destroyed or not yet? He says this is the result of that eye. He says this, that we've done what we can to protect that eye, but it is clearly creating something. We've run into vampires now. We've run into whatever the heck these are. And you see, by the way, there are a couple other knights on the dock. Oh, jeez. They're down. Hmm. They didn't vanish? No, the one, you, the one you had disappeared, but there but are they actually They look the same couple. kind of thing? Uh, they, yeah, they look okay. real similar. Which is kind of odd, right? But like mm-hmm. the one you fought whisked away, yeah. there are a couple 
that actually are like bodies of armor laying there that look really similar. So you you guys can't destroy this eye? He says, I think that this eye needs to leave this town as soon as possible. I agree. You're planning to leave this town, are you not? Yes. Next day or two. Sooner if we thought it was possible. I think that the wizard in Rontaman would be able to help us. I don't know where Pogaman has put himself. And he's really just disgusted, right? Like, I don't know where Pogaman is. But I think that that wizard in Rontaman could help us. You're planning to leave. If I could could help you in your way, could I send that eye with you? Absolutely. Yes. Do you have any ways to teleport us to Rontaman? With a little bit of persuasion with Thurman, I think I can get you a, a, a sequence that would get you to a teleportation circle in right. Rontaman. You wouldn't have to travel, you would just go to Rontaman. Let's do that, that'd be great. With the understanding that you will find the wizard there and figure out what you need to do the, to dispose of this eye, because it's getting worse. Is the ri- wizard Renwell? Renwell? Yes. Yes. We were already going to go see him, so this is, works out fine. Can we protect this place in the meantime? We need a little bit more time here before we leave, but... We're going to call in one of the companies, probably the Western company, Phoenix, and get them to come in. And We definitely need help here. Right. And the other one is protecting, protecting your grain. One of the groups mm. got past you and was making its way to the stores. We stopped them, but there could be more. Has anybody been in contact with the stores of knowledge? Not at this point, but we'll check the third. All right. I, uh, that, I'll just kind of think about it for a second and turn to start half-jogging my way to the stores. Merck, I think you need to go back and study. Doesn't matter if they still lie. But we also, yeah, I mean, you're right there, but we also need to get out of here. You need to know that equation before we leave, right? We'll do what we have to. Max, within earshot, he yeah. says, we're going to split our forces between the docks and the store. I'll help wherever I can helps uh, if he can with Indigo at all. She'll be okay. She, yeah. Yeah. They stabilized her. and Zane will kind of kneel down by Indigo and say, well, that was a valiant stand. She is conscious of yeah. that one. Like, she says, yeah, our town is getting a little bit crowded. Obviously, she's kind of weakened. Yeah. Sort of beaten down and exhausted. But she, she seconds that. If we can send you to Rontaman quickly, we will do that. We need to protect our city. We've separated our forces a little bit more than we would like to. And so I would trust that eye with your group if you'd be willing to take it. Of course. Absolutely. Renwell will know what to do. I hope so. We protected your town this far. We'll definitely take it as far as we can. So yeah, I try to catch up the real off at the stores. Good. You catch run at the doors. So. Relock. Yeah. It's over, but um, what's bothering you, brother? We need to get to Rontman, I believe. Well, I have good news for you. They're trying to get the sequence. Good. What's going on? It's a little bit more. You've been a little off ever since you looked in that orb. Extra cagey. I need to find my brother, and I think he's in Rontman. Yeah, you've been separated a long time, right? Timetable's been accelerated. I don't know that we've got time here in this town anymore. I need to go as soon as possible. I think we all need to go as soon as possible, but... No, I need to go as soon as possible. I'm gonna make my way into the stores, find a table. There's no time for this. Follow me, What aren't you telling us? I need to check on something real quick. Pour some sand out on the table and pull out a quill and cast Dream on Dimble. 
Okay. Make it appear as much like our old home as possible. The setting is the border wood. Do I see him? Yeah. So you can step into this. So you're standing in the border wood. And he's laying there. Again, it's the same scene where he's got this blanket pulled over him. He looks asleep in his own dream. Dimble. Shake him a little bit. Dimble. His eyes open. They don't focus on anything. They're just looking forward. And he just screams. Blood curdling screams. Where are you? The scream doesn't stop. Just gonna sit in the sort of glade where we set up camp last before the Padrax attacked. Just try and make it as calming as possible. You're fighting against it, right? Like there's something horrific happening in the psyche of your brother. And you're trying to do something with it. And it's, it's almost a losing battle at this point. If he doesn't say or offer any information, I'm just going to spend the duration of the spell just sitting with him. What's the duration? Eight hours. <laughs> <laughs> so you left Merc behind, though, for eight hours, wondering what's happening with this guy. Yeah, I'm right? just sitting at the table with Mike Will. <laughs> so Merc, he kind of goes into a trance with this quill, and he's scratching the quill across the table with the sand. He's not writing anything. You don't understand anything that's happening. And you kind of lost him. Where'd you go, Relop? No response, right? Like, he's somewhere else. I think Merc will stay there, and if he has to, just sleep at the table. Okay. This is still fairly early in the day, though, right? It's by lunchtime. Yeah, I'm just... I'm, well, I guess for eight hours, yeah. He would stay there, and it would be eight okay. in the evening. A few hours go by. Right, like eight hours, right? So you guys... Uh, so Merc and Relop, we know where they are for a while. Yep. The rest of you, tell me what's happening. Lukov's going to just help out fighting Skellies the whole time. They've pretty much cleared it. It was, and okay. it was a okay. huge grouping. When you were dealing with Indigo, it was pretty much cleared off, right? They certainly, there were okay. A, okay. You know, a couple clergy here and there that were fighting right. off a couple skeletons. But for the most part, it was over at that point. A few hours go by, Lukov's going to start to kind of wonder if Merc and Relop are at the store of the knowledge or what. So I think he would actually go hunt them down. Okay. And if he walks in and sees Merc kind of sitting there and Relop in a trance, he'll, you know, hey, what, what's going on, guys? Relop went into this trance. Ever since he looked into that orb, he hasn't been right. And he talks about getting the Rontman as fast as possible and the timetable's accelerated. Oh, great. Isn't that what he uses to, to look at other people? He looked at somebody, yeah. probably his brother, and something's terrible. And he won't talk to us. Won't talk to me. Mark, why don't you go back to Cal Caldrum Calgrim Calgary Cogram District Cogram Caldrum's <laughs> our brother. Try that again. What's his name again? Cogram Distrim. Cogram. You are reminded very clearly of a dream you had of a Daniel on a hill. Mm-hmm. Lucan just kinda shakes his head for a second as he thinks about that, but then says, Hey, Merc, you need to learn that equation before, because if we have to go, if they tell us we could teleport t- tomorrow at noon, we uh, you need to know that equation. You've got to get back to Cog. One of us can stay here with Relop. Okay. You know if you I mean? stay, I will go, but... I'll, I'll stay. I'll stay. Very well. And then I get up and go to Cog. Yeah, I'm just going to kind of patrol some of the side streets and make sure there's nothing kind of lurking around. Or, and uh, if... Everything seems pretty well secured. I'm probably just going to head back to, I guess, what, we're sleeping in stables now? 
That's what Cogram put us, but yeah. No, I'm more civilized than that. I'm cultured now. I'm going to the inn. <laughs> Which inn? Blessing and Barrel. <laughs> Those dirty room gate people. <laughs> Zan is going to follow Max around the entire time. Okay. Just with him going around. Whatever orders and everything he gives, she is going to just be right there. Okay. She's floating behind him. Yep, yeah, just floating. Yeah. And she's basically wearing Tyrion Paladin armor or, um, sure, okay. with the coat and everything. You know, he's very attentive to all of the, the wounded. And that's what she's trying to help with. He's always been really kind of a cocky guy, and this definitely shaken him. One of the things that you notice when he moves around is that he has a, an insight into fire. It's hard to explain exactly, but when he talks about what happened here, he runs into bodies and he can tell you what happened. With the fireball spell, like the one that sure. happened with you. Yeah. You saw it happen from these these knights. Because there was a good handful of knights that yeah. showed up here. Some of them seemed to have disappeared. Some of them were still laying there when they were done with like just empty armor. And he has a, a weird insight that you didn't expect him to have. And you kind of get the impression that he has more skill than just cleric. Yeah. There's something else here. He has an arcane training that you didn't actually recognize before. So while they're both like looking over body and he's explaining this to her and maybe a couple of other paladins, she's like, how, how do you know this? He says, I just, I just felt it early in my life. I have a calling beyond just my clerical duties. So not just Pyrian. He says it's, it's Pyrian to a certain degree, but it's something that maybe, I think my best explanation is that it's in my blood. Would I know what that means from an arcane spellcaster standpoint? Not especially. Like, certain people might have predisposition to magic or something, but, like, other than that, yeah. All right. And then if she can catch him by himself at some point, she'll ask him if he's okay, you know. Is there anything... Are you all right? Is everything okay? He says, I... I'm okay. I just want to make sure that we are okay. And it's really interesting because it's a vulnerable moment for this guy who we haven't seen it so far. He says, I I personally can help you with your transportation to Rontaman if that's the plan. You can you can teleport people? No, but I can help your Whiteford friend. And I can I know that he can he can get you there. With the information that I have. We'll get you to where you need to be. And I'm hoping that we can get that eye to a place we can do something with it. It needs to go. We don't have the means to kill it here. But I think that Rontaman will get you close enough to where you need to be. Alright. Whatever's going to keep you and the city safe. I appreciate your concern. Then Zan reaches forward and kisses him. His whole body stiffens and then softens, and he reciprocates. I take the car, put it against the wall, climb on the car, jump on the wall, so it's a lot easier. Jump over the wall, just walk in, look for Cogram. Door opens up, it's actually Pit this time, kind of peeks at you through the door, shuts the door again, and then Cogram opens the door with, like, Pit above him. You're back! Yeah, there was a little bit of excitement. So things have changed. Uh, apparently I need to learn that. In a day. Or less. Are you ready for that? I'll stay all night if I have to. Door opens up for you. I walk in. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of D4 on the Floor. Please check out our D4 on the Floor website at d4onthefloor.com. That's the letter D, the number four, onthefloor.com for more great gaming content. I just hit record. Jesus. Put that in outtake. Yeah, I'm going to. You just made an outtake. Congratulations. Or crunching pistachios into microphones. Yeah. Um, um. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's do that. <laughs> the two loudest people here can eat every exactly. time. Every time. Every you always time. have beef jerky. It dries your mouth out. You're smacking your lips right. all the time. Yeah. <laughs> You're crunching bags while people are talking. Yep. I'm going to have to side with Lance on this one. Yeah. Professional. Hi, at least aspire. Professional. The podcasting. So you said you want some jerky, John? Just a, a... Okay. It's pretty good. One nice thing about it, they're going last. Oh, yeah. Under Merc? Under Merc. Under Merc. That, that should be like our term for like going slow. <laughs> Did you get an Under Merc? You Under Merc. I always roll Under Merc. <laughs> <laughs> you are Under Merc. I think they make a cream for that. <laughs> <laughs> under Merc cream. By Slammo. <laughs> By Slammo? <laughs> Is that for Run Instant Beat? <laughs> that Blammo? <laughs> So, hey, speaking of podcasts, have you guys heard of this cool new podcast called D4 on the Floor? New? New. No, no, it's over a year old. We're established. I was wearing that and my critical role hoodie while caucusing. Yeah. And I had like people coming up and talking to me about it. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Gargoyles is on Disney Plus. Yes, it is. And the original X Men cartoon, the 90s X Men cartoon. Uh, yeah, I make the Megazor of the adventuring backpacks. Cool. It's <laughs> <laughs> on terrible my ears. <laughs> all right. Sounded awesome over here. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, it was accurate to the cartoon. I, I'm glad you guys got it. That yeah, makes me happy. <laughs> I played a lot of Transformers as kids. Lance, do you sometimes have nightmares of like us just being annoying on the mics and you have to edit it no, like, oh, the no, editing! No, no. There's the no reason editing. for a nightmare. He lives with that every It editing, just happens. So. <laughs> that's not a nightmare, that's just reality. <laughs> I edit till I get so exhausted that I can't do anything else and then I just pass out. <laughs>